0: Hey, have you ever been on the job hunt? We are Jobs Across America, connecting you to thousands of jobs you can apply for today. Listen in for new job opportunities and gain practical strategies on how to obtain them. Welcome to another episode of Jobs Across America. My name is Brianna Strobel.
1: And I'm Jean-Paul Renard.
0: And today we are going to be talking about preparing financially for a career change. This is a topic we've been wanting to discuss for quite a while because it's something JP was mentioning to me that you get a lot of requests for and people talking about it. So uh, funny enough, also today we had someone submit an an article onto our website. They said, hey, would you like to publish this? Um, It was... 365businesstips.com. And it was on this exact same topic. So we figured we'd bounce off that, touch a few points, and give some personal stories as to times that people were dealing with this. JP, you want to start?
1: Yeah. you know, So uh, it is probably one of the most common questions that I get uh, from family, friends, associates that I meet. Uh, Especially I think it's because I've been an entrepreneur for so many years. A lot of people like to know you know, how did you get that started? And how did you transition from a traditional job to something that's entrepreneurial? And I also get a lot of, you know, how do I shift careers? Like I've been in this one career for a number of years, I've invested 10 plus years in this career. um, And I've grown in the latter. So I'm I'm financially stable using, you know, in that career, but I hate the career, Mm -hmm. or I found something that I love more. How do I transition? So when, so when we received that article, and we've been talking about this, it kind of hit home from a recent experience that I had with one of my closest friends in California, who was going through the same thing in the recent. And I thought it would be great to give some tips on how to uh, prepare properly, what to maybe expect as well, because there is a financial impact, Brianna. You know, I mean, yeah. you, when you kind of grew your career, when you're starting a brand new career, you're not going to start at the same level, right? So I think it's important for maybe for us to kind of discuss that a little bit.
0: Yeah. So one, one of the points, they, they gave five points in this article here, and um, all of them resonated. But for us, I think we decided one of the most important things that you can do to prepare is to build a rainy day fund. Uh, and this is something that was drilled into me, thank goodness, from my parents, <laughs> who are a big Dave Ramsey fan. Mm-hmm. If you've ever heard him, he's an awesome finance guy. He gives personal finance tips, and his, his whole mission is to get people debt-free. Regardless, when you're switching a career, the, the advice we would have for you and Dave Ramsey and these people would have for you is to build a rainy day fund, um, I would say, three months in advance. So, collect all of your expenses, your rent, your typically utilities, you know, anything that you're spending in a month, add that up, multiply it times three, and make sure you make it a priority to save up that amount and set it aside. Because sometimes when you're switching careers, you can have a little bit of a transition time. Right. You never know. You could be downgrading your salary. You never know.
1: Right. So it's
0: good to have that emergency fund.
1: Yeah, I think it's a great point. Um, I know it was number one on our list because there's going to be a financial impact, a negative financial impact, at least initially. So you need to be prepared for it. And if you think about like, uh, Danny, uh, what, uh what we call it. Uh, rainy day funds. (laughs) (laughs) Happy Friday, Brianna. (laughs) Happy Friday. (laughs) Um, They're typically like for if something goes wrong, right? I have three months to kind of, you know, kind of level set. But when you're changing careers, I'm always, I'm going to probably tell you to have six months in the bank. Oh yeah? Yeah. Because changing careers, that that path is going to be much longer to get to a more financially stable environment but if you were like just lost your job and you had three months in the bank you're trying to get a job basically in the same kind of field so your financial impact is just the in-between where you're not working yeah this if you're changing careers there's a longer stretch in there so I'd recommend you know a deeper bench for sure
0: Right. So three months at, at all times, ideally. But exactly. You're saying if you're planning ahead for a career change, it's smart to plan ahead financially by actually saving more.
1: Yeah. yeah. I, I would I would tell you that it's probably, you know, yeah. uh, important for you to think about for sure.
0: And one of their other points was um, just to un- make sure you understand the financial impact. Obviously, that's harder to do if you're losing your job and you're not sure what's happening. But let's say you're planning on moving areas, which uh, automatically, you know, you're going to be changing jobs, or or you're legit just thinking about going into another career. How how would you recommend going about understanding the financial impact in a practical way?
1: Wow, it's a great point. So probably doing your research ahead of time, I would try to find, pe- like, if, you're, if you have an objective to get to a specific destination, and whether it be a career change, I'm being I want to be an entrepreneur and I want to open up this such-and-such such business or I want to change career path and I'm going to work for a company just in a different capacity. right? Yeah. You probably want to find people that are in that position today and understand how long it took them to get there yeah. financially. And that's probably a pretty good barometer for you. Uh, you're able to look at, all right, I, I, I've interviewed or spoke with so-and-so person and it took them two years to get to this point that they're at financially or at a level within a company. So now you have to put that as part of your equation. I like to lean on the wall of caution. You know, like, I mean, you know me, I'm gonna jump out of a plane and worry about the parachute later. But at the same time, you have to be very calculated as well. So the more you understand what a pathway was for someone else, even though you can, you can think you're a superwoman or superman, that, oh, I, I can do better than that person, that's great. But you know, that's my barometer. Yeah. You know, and there's more than likely that's the path, and it's going to take me maybe a couple of years or whatever that pathway took that person is.
0: Yeah. So let's say you do your research, you know what's going to happen, and you think there's going to be a time period where you're really not making enough to meet make ends meet. Yeah. What would you recommend for people to do in that case? Yeah,
1: that's great. That's a that's great. So um, I would definitely talk about uh, think about supplementing your income right right and finding a strategy to supplement your income Uh, i have a i mentioned a a very good friend of mine in los angeles uh was working in the manufacturing of industrial tools and and he's been there for 10 plus years and he wanted to change careers he just didn't like it anymore and he opened up he went into real estate and he's you know doing real estate now. That's a switch. Yeah, it's a huge switch. <laughs> and he's got the personality for it for sure, and he's got the drive for it, and so he's putting his energy to that. But it's a big switch, right? And yeah. He went from a lot to like very little, right? So we talked about how do you supplement that income a bit as you're trying to build this career in real estate? Do you bartend at night? You know, do you wait tables? Do you work somewhere where you can attain, obtain that job simply? And But you're making that extra income to, you know, I, I kind of buy food, right? I got to keep the electric on. So supplementing your income is something that you should consider prior to the career change. Right. Saying, okay, if I make this career change, I'm going to have this real big gap financially. How do I supplement in there? What's reasonable? You know, can I go and work at a retail shop and try to get a job there? In order to supplement, can I go to Home Depot? You know, And all these places that typically are looking for personnel, you might want to consider that or maybe potentially even go into a recruiting company, to a staffing firm.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So from what you're saying, you would recommend that people make sure they're okay with having a, a supplemental income and prepared for it before they make a career change.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so having a fund in place is really important, mm-hmm. right? Managing that fund properly is really important. Understanding potentially what the path will look like by using other people's experience, how long did it take them to get to where you're trying to get to, Mm -hmm. that's a good barometer, and having a strategy around supplemental income to help you bridge that gap until you get to where you want to get to financially.
0: Yeah. So one of the tips that 365 Business Tips gave, something that Dave Ramsey, like I mentioned, would say, something my parents would say.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Go Mr. and Mrs. Strobel.
0: Exactly. (laughs) And pretty much anybody I've ever consulted with would say, even at your worst, when you're at rock bottom, if something goes wrong, do not touch your retirement savings. Yeah. Would you agree with that? Yeah. And, and what strategy would you say someone take as an alternative to that?
1: Yeah. Wow. Well, you know, that's a really, really strong point, Brianna, because you know, you have to think, you know, um, I, I I've always viewed, you know, my life and the work that I do as a marathon. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't view it as a sprint. And because of that, when, even when I'm going through very difficult times, whether it be financially or personally, I can reframe that and understand that it's a moment and I should not just sell out what I've already built because of the difficult moment. If you have the ability to have your retirement plan in place, even if you're having a difficult time financially, do everything you can to not touch your your retirement, because again, you're looking at this marathon of life, mm-hmm. uh, which really I, I made a note prior to our, our our podcast today to talk about a really important element in all of this. Prior to making career changes, whether they be entrepreneurial or whether they be you know just a, actual career working for a company, is find support. Mm. So find people in your life that believe in you that potentially have had some success so that you can bounce off ideas um, you can get advice from right so it's people you trust and people that can emotionally support you as well because those transitions as much as they beat up your wallet they beat up your ego they beat you up emotionally and being able to manage that is really really important and the way that you can manage that uh, effectively. Is support. So find people that love you, that care about you, that know you. Find people that are in that industry that you're going into, that are part of groups that you can go into, and share with them your experience and ask for guidance and advice and support. And maybe you'll find somewhere within that support when you're trying to bridge that gap even financially, they may identify it and provide you opportunities of supplemental income maybe bridge you some money until you get back on your feet on what you're doing in your career because they really believe in you but find support support is a big is a, a big component.
0: Yeah, that's an amazing point. And sometimes I think like we just had an episode on things you can do for basically side income. <laughs>
1: exactly. And
0: we recommended for the most part if you're going on a career path change and you know the direction you're going, if you're doing supplemental income, if you need that, try to make it relevant. So you're furthering your skills in that uh, sector, in that industry. that's right. So I think if you you have a supplemental income source that's similar to the career path you're going towards, most likely there's going to be people there who you can lean on and bounce ideas off like you were saying and um, just ask questions when you need to or confide in. So in that sense, a supplemental income doesn't have to be viewed negatively. Not like, I have to do this to survive. That's right. It can That's be viewed right. as... Um,
1: it's part of your growth. Almost
0: like a hobby. Yeah, part of your growth. Yeah. Um, something that gets you away from the, the big picture, like That's stress. That's right. That's yeah, right. For yeah. For
1: sure. I think it's really, really good advice. It's very sound advice. Uh, because uh, career changing could be uh, very scary. But I'll tell you, you know, I mean, I, I think you you know this better than anyone. I really believe in order to make big changes in your life, you have to take massive action. So if you're unhappy and a career change is going to put you in a path on doing something that you've always wanted to do, as long as you're doing your research and preparing properly, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm personally always going to encourage it, you know, because mm-hmm. ultimately, you know, we're trying to live a happy life and progress will help us do that.
0: Yeah. So if you all as listeners want to learn more about this topic, or maybe you want to talk to one of us about a personal situation you're going through. Um, you can always comment on any of our social platforms. You can email the email we've designated for this for this podcast, jobs at dwsworldwide.com. And you can also email that if you're looking for a job. JP, do you want to lead us into our daily connection moment?
1: Wow, that was really good, Brianna. (laughs) What a smooth transition. What a transition. (laughs) You are a professional. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I have right now, I got a few emails for uh, Westchester, New York. We're looking for 15 RN case managers. So if you're a registered nurse out there, and you're up in the Westchester, New York area, you definitely want to do a reach out and send us your information. Uh, again, it's jobs at dwsworldwide.com, and we'll put you directly in contact with the employer there. And then I need forklift drivers in Jacksonville.
0: <laughs> I need a whole nice.
1: bunch of forklift drivers. So if you do a high-low or a cherry pick and or just a regular forklift, please send your information to jobs at uh, dwsworldwide.com um, <laughs> and we'll put you in contact with the employers. I do want to mention one thing before we, we jump off. I'm looking for my note, but it, it, I, I want to mention that if you're an employer, right? I mean, what, what's our goal here, Brie? Our goal is to connect people to jobs and opportunities and give all, a lot of information in between, Yep. right? So if you're an employer and you'd like to post a job with us, you can post a job with us for free and we can market your position at no cost to you if you're an employer to help you identify great people. And so I would imagine if you want to do that, you can send it to the same email address, jobs at dwsworldwide.com. Um, we'll try to see if how we can feature your job in the podcast that we provide and in the social media platforms uh, like LinkedIn and Facebook that we're in today.
0: Yeah. Definitely. Great plug. (laughs) So that's all we have for you guys today. Thank you so much for joining another episode of Jobs Across America. I'm Brianna Strobel.
1: And I'm Jean-Paul Renard.
0: And we'll see you guys next time.